As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! Hey, welcome to another episode of your next favorite movie. I am your host, Josh G. And this is the final part of doing my favorite years. And this is the episode where you'll figure out which year I was born. If you haven't figured it out already, I will be counting down from 1993 until that year. (laughs) So let's get this thing started with 1993. So I thought about going with Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire. And then I really thought about one of my absolute favorites, Sylvester Stallone and especially Wesley Snipes as Simon Phoenix and Demolition Man. But ultimately, I went back to a movie that, I mean, it's not just October that we watch this movie. We'll watch it in June. We'll watch it in July. We'll watch it in March. It doesn't matter. Of course, if you don't know, I'm talking, I'm talking about Hocus Pocus. From Walt Disney Pictures, when three young friends opened a forbidden book, they let the cat out of the bag. Nice going, Max. And brought three real witches back to life. We're home. I mean, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy and Jimmy, all as the Sanderson sisters are doing great. You know, I love Thora Birch's little Danny. You know, I just, I, I love this movie. It's very, it, it, it can, it, it'll obviously put you in the Halloween mood if you're not in that. But I can watch it any time of the year. Of course, I love Halloween. I love horror, so. And it's very kid-friendly, so it's a great gateway horror for anyone who's trying to get their kids into some, and want to start light, which is understandable. All right, so let's go to 1992. So I thought about going with Home Alone 2, because it is one of my favorite sequels. I thought about going with Batman Returns, also another great sequel. I thought about going with Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula, because I really love that movie, despite what Keanu Reeves is doing, trying to do his British accent that's not really working, but Gary Oldman's doing fantastic things, and I I really like that movie. And then I also thought about the first time I ever saw Daniel Day-Lewis in Last of the Mohicans, and I really enjoy that one, but ultimately, the one I go back to more than not, A League of Their Own. Team's Tom Hanks. Shut up! <laughs> Gina Davis. See you slip in the back seat and make a man out of me. What do you say I smack you around for a while? Can't we do both? And Madonna. My, my uniform bursts open and, uh, oops, my bosoms come flying out. You think there were men in this country who ain't seen your bosoms? In a story you'll never forget. People who are in a league of their own. Tom Hanks as the coach who does not want to be coaching girls baseball. Gina Davis as this all-star catcher. And just the I mean and it's the true story of how the girls baseball league got started. You know, it didn't last long cuz it lasted while the men were at war, but it was a big deal for them. And, and and it's a great movie and I think it's told wonderfully here. So if you haven't seen League of Their Own, I definitely would say check it out. And I remember, oh, this was years ago. 
was with some friends and we were out at a bar and it was Halloween weekend, I guess. And I remember seeing some people actually come in when the guy dressed as Demi du- Dim- Jimmy Duggan, Jimmy Dugan, who Tom Hanks plays. And I think the girl was dressed as Dottie Henson, which is Gina Davis' character, the all-star catcher. Definitely one of the ball players, that's for sure. And that was a lot of fun. All right. 1991. Now, obviously, my all-time favorite movie is Sansa Lamb, so I'm not going to put it here. I thought about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner, because I really enjoy that. Hook came out this year with Robin Williams. I enjoy that. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, one of the hands-down, one of the best sequels of all time came out. The first Adams Family movie with Angelica Houston and Raul Julia, who I think are perfect as Gomez and Morticia, came out. Point Break. A great movie, Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze, that came out. But I wanted to highlight one that I don't think people talk about enough, and that is Toy Soldiers. Terrorists just took over their school. The students have no weapons. Are you with me or not? Of course we're with you. And no way out. We'll get everybody killed. It's too late to back out now. The only chance they've got... We're really gonna do this? You bet. ...is each other. Soldiers, rated R. Starts Friday at a theater near you. So this movie stars Sean Astin as he's a troubled kid who, you know, he got sent to boarding school and then he's getting kicked out of boarding school. And this is like his third or fourth boarding school. And you got him, you got Will Wheaton, you have Keith Coogan. Uh, there's a couple other guys. I can't remember who's in it. But they're in this boarding school, and it ends up being taken over by these terrorists who are the guy, the main terrorist is trying to get his father free, and and they they these guys end up being the ones to fight back because they know ways to they've been sneaking out of school, so they know ways to sneak out of school and help get information while they're being watched over. And if you haven't seen Toy Stories, I just highly suggest it because I don't hear that movie talked about enough, and it is fantastic. All right, nineteen ninety. So at first I thought about going with Tim Burton's Edward Scissorhands because I really enjoy that. But man, a movie that, and I don't just watch it in December, I can watch it anytime even though it is a Christmas movie. I'm talking about Home Alone. In their rush to the airport, the McAllisters overlooked one minor detail. Kevin! Ah! Now his parents are in a panic. Somebody pick up. Two burglars are in trouble. We know that you're in there. And Kevin is in heaven. Home Alone. Ready PG. Starts Friday, November 16th at theaters everywhere. I mean, obviously we know what happened from Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin became a huge star. I mentioned the sequel just a minute ago that I almost chose, but I definitely couldn't not choose the first one. I love the first one more than the sequel. Uh, yes, it seems weird that he's so ready to make all these traps. Maybe he's been thinking about planning this for a while. I'm not sure, but either way, he does great. I think Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are great as Marvin Harry, the wet bandits, because they like to stop all the drains and <laughs> turn on all the water and flood people's houses. Oh, it's just a great little gimmick for a set of bad guys. I love it. All right, let's go 1989. So I thought about going with the original Batman with Michael Keaton, Tim Burton's Batman. 
But ultimately, I was like, no. I thought about going Little Monsters with Fred Savage and Howie Mandel because I do love that movie. But ultimately, I had to go with uh, a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. This is Kickboxer. Just listen. With your mind, your heart, your whole being. I win that fight for you. For honor, for love, for justice, Jean-Claude Van Damme, the power of a warrior, the heart of a champion, kickboxer. Yeah, I love, I love kickboxer. I love Jean-Claude Van Damme in this, you know, his his brother fights and gets paralyzed. He ends up in a wheelchair the rest of the movie. They're not even sure he's going to survive at first. But he trains in the art of Muay Thai to take on Tom Poe. And, I mean, you just get lots of classic 80s action martial arts stuff, which I love personally. So, for me, it's great. So, if you haven't seen Kickboxer in a while, go give it a shot. All right, 1988. Almost like Kickboxer. Before that, Jean-Claude Van Damme did Bloodsport which a lot of people say is the movie that led to Mortal Kombat being created as a game based off the so-called quote-unquote true story of Frank Dukes. Which, if you've looked it up, you know that a lot of that stuff has been disputed and it sounds like he's making a lot of that shit up, but it's still a good, fun movie. I also thought about going Beetlejuice because I love Beetlejuice. Oh, this is the year Die Hard came out, which isn't on my top list, so I'm not going to include that here. I thought about Big, with Tom Hanks, because that was one of my favorite movies. And then I thought, my favorite Eddie Murphy movie is coming to America. And I love that, thought about going with that. But ultimately, I had to go with Willow. Heroes come in all sizes. But adventure doesn't come any bigger than this. You're not afraid of you! From George Lucas and Ron Howard. Willow. Rated PG. Now, Willow is a movie that I watched young and I just fell in love with it. It was one of those, like, I, I always think of as a kid, you have like this top three movies that you keep in rotation. Willow was in mine, Harry and the Hendersons was in mine. And another movie that I'm going to talk about here in a minute is also in mind, so I'm not going to say that title yet. But Warwick Davis, I just, I, I love him as Willow. I love this journey he's going on as the everyday man who doesn't want to do it. He doesn't really believe in himself. And Val Kilmer's great as Mad Mardigan. I mean, if you haven't seen Willow, check it out. I know it gets made fun of a lot, but I say check it out. It's worth it. All right, 1987. So, on my top 10 list, I had Robocop and Monster Squad. So, I'm not putting them here. So, really, that left me with one real big movie that I love from 87, and that is Predator. Whatever it is out there, it killed Hopper, and now it wants us. Nothing like it has ever been on Earth before. She says the jungle, it just came alive and took him. It kills for pleasure. He was skinned alive! It hunts for sport. It's killing us one at a time. But this time, if it bleeds, we can kill it. It's picked the wrong man to hunt. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. Predator. Rated R. The hunt begins Friday, June 12th at theaters everywhere. I mean, this is classic Arnold Schwarzenegger action flick to the core. Plus, you get the horror element with the Predator. You get some nice kills in this. You get the classic that you are one ugly motherfucker. You're one ugly motherfucker. Line, and you get the even better, get to the chopper. Just a great Arnold line. If you haven't checked out Predator in a while, definitely check it out. It is great. All right, 1986. So I thought about going Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. Decided not to go with that. Thought about going Stand By Me, because that really is one of my favorite movies. You know, about the poor boys going to find the dead body, and it's just them over the course of a few days over a summer hanging out. Parents have no idea what they're doing. Where they're at, I should say, not what they're doing, but where they're at. But ultimately, I mentioned the top three movies I had in rotation. One of those movies was Howard the Duck. He's like many of us, mired in the routine of upward mobility. But all that is about to change with an unexpected trip to a place called Cleveland. A romance with a girl named Beverly. He's my an adventure beyond the imagination of the average duck. The duck's a lunatic! George Lucas presents Howard the Duck, a Willard Hike film, a Gloria Katz production, rated PG. Now at select theaters, check newspapers. Now, this is definitely a movie that is problematic when you watch it back in 2021, but, and it's a movie that gets a lot of hate, and I can't always defend the stuff that it does, but man, I just love Howard the Duck. And I think Leah Thompson is great as Beverly, you know, and from what I understand, I'm pretty sure she's doing like all the music in that movie herself. So that's impressive. Oh, I can't. I, I just I love Howard the Duck. If you guys haven't seen it, just go check out Howard the Duck. Don't listen to what people say. Go into it with an open mind. Hey, and just, just think it's the first Marvel movie. So without Howard the Duck, do we get any of the stuff we have today? Probably so. But let's let's pretend we don't. All right, guys, we've made it. This is the year I was born, right here, 1985. And from my original list, Rocky IV is on my list, and that came out in 85, so I'm not going to go with that. There's been quite a few times on these lists I thought about picking a Tim Burton movie, and I just didn't pull the trigger. Well, 1985 is the year I will pull the trigger, and that is his first feature flick, and that is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> Warner Brothers is proud to present the story of a rebel. I know you are, but what am I? And his bike. <laughs> Pee-wee Herman in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. You will believe a man can ride a bike. I meant to do that. Ready, PG. Now playing at a theater near you. Yeah, as a kid, I was a big Pee-wee fan. I think I'd seen Pee-wee's Playhouse before I ever got to the movie itself. But by the time I did, I loved it. It's not like Pee-wee's Playhouse. It's completely different. I mean, it's the story of him losing his bike, and he's on this massive road trip to find it. And obviously, it's just Pee-wee and stuff happens. And I won't go into all the details, obviously, because that's not what I'm doing here. But yeah, if you haven't checked it out or haven't seen it in a while, go back. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you get a lot of creepy stuff in it, with the, especially with the clown outside the uh, magic shop or whatever when he first loses the bike. 
That's great. Pee-wee going on this road trip. It's it's fun stuff. I highly suggest you check it out. All right, guys. So that's the list I have in this four-part series I have covered from 2020 all the way back to 1985. So that is a lot of movies. I gave a lot of extra recommendations. I hope you guys check them out. If you check them out or if you have any recommendations from years that maybe I should have checked something out, let me know. I'll go back and try to check out what I can. In the meantime, that's going to wrap this one up. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at YNFMoviePod. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you leave that coveted five-star Apple review if that's where you're listening. Helps the show get seen. Helps the algorithm, apparently. Be sure to come back next week as I'll have a new guest and a new movie. And who knows, that may become your next favorite movie. You guys take care. I'll talk to you next time.